Hi, and welcome back to the fourth and final episode of Keeping Up with Trevor Noah. What solutions have people been trying in this world to stop the racism? Well, in the U.S., people um, have tried protesting and protesting, and they have tried to get the police to hear their words, but the police just won't hear. They just keep shooting black people, killing black people, killing protesters and arresting protesters for no reason. And all we want to do is for them to hear us and hear our voices. And um, they also tear gas us and stuff. And all we're trying to do is get them to stop killing black people. But that is the solution that we've tried and tried to do. That's only one. So that's the only solution I can remember. Other solution is looting, but when they loot, that's not really helping us stop um, the killing of black men. So that's a solution that has happened. But the only solution that I could that really helps is the protesting. But as we protest, we get killed even more. Um, from for episode four, with the solutions to the new world to the future, um, the possibles uh, the possibles uh solution to elevate this issue of South Africa. And South Africa and U.S. have also common issues, such as with um uh, since then since the last thirty years since the last thirty years South Africa was a global period. Racism was not only legal but entrenched in its in its system of apartheid. When the system ended, a process began in attempt to unite a deeply divided nation, and the country took some very public steps to overcome the trauma. The trouble was so much for them that, like, they really needed to rest. They took stuff slow, step by step, so everything will go good. So the people can share the land, and I, and I think, um, I think from the uh, those uh, territories of Soweto and other territories that the white people owned, um, I think they were given back. They weren't given back, but like black people who were like middle class, uh, middle class people. Who had money exactly? Uh, brought the lands too. Brought the land, so it could be equal, you know. And so the um and oh after this after this uh, it happened. It began with with form with the former president, um Nelson Mandela. After spending twenty seven years behind bars, Mandela forgave forgave his jail jailers and said about reconciling the country he was renewing the country because it was it was in the trauma it was in depression it felt like the depression of the u.s during the uh, 1970s i'm not sure 
1950s. I'm not sure when the depression happened, but like um, the same depression that like it was like this. Like I said earlier in the other episodes, it was the same. They it was segregated. The whole country was segregated, and so he was guided. By the principle he wrote about it, about in his book "Long Walk to Remember to Freedom," he said, "Quoting: No one is born hating another person because of the color of his skin, or or his background, or his religion. People must learn to hate, and if they can learn to hate, they can be taught to love. For for love comes more naturally to human heart than its opposite." I understand it. And it's really, it really, like, it gets you. Like, people, if people can learn how to hate in, uh, um, people learn to hate on racism, but they also can be taught by love. Um, so, which is why more than three decades later, the police killing of George Floyd still takes an emotional t- uh, toll on Black South Africans who find themselves re- relieving, relieving the trauma of apartheid, which legalized sim- system- systematic and violent racism. That system was eventually dismantled in 1984 through a negotiated settlement under the then President Mandela. The country began to pro- a process of truth truth telling in bid to heal the wounds of the past. For seven years now, for seven years, the work of the official truth and equal reconciliation commission was broadcast regularly on national television, led by Nobel Peace Laurent Archbishop Desmond Tutu. Um, so the saying, um, uh, reconciling from the, uh, the trauma, the, the, um, the trauma of the apartheid, they also can reflect on the emotions of George Floyd when he was killed here in America. And like the wounds, like the pain, the wounds from it, it's, it's rising to freedom now. And it's um, even though, like even now, from the George Floyd uh, death, uh, people still still are still are still wounded, and it's not easy to open the wounds. It's very painful. Uh, but if you don't want them to fester, you must open them up and cleanse them, and then pure balm on them. So when when he means pure balm on them, he means like put love in them and then so they can become whole and and you know the the love you gotta bring out the love or the wound and that'll be it for me Hello guys, it's Janti again. I'm back in party for Bona Crime. So uh, I'm going to talk about uh, our responsibilities to address this issue.
as you know in this book he was talking about uh racism and yes seems like that okay uh the rest responsibilities and duties are for everyone as humankind which means when you have a problem you must say loud uh, like how Martha Luther King just shout out for black people in the US i guess everyone knows that that's why we have governments and leaders and that's why US and other countries always fight communist and terrorist and send some soldiers in other countries to make peace there as a human kind we are supposed to look for each other no fighting each other or killing each other or use each other because because you have to know that if if you do that to me it can happen to you next time if you are in a problem you may know that i will need your help without asking that means if you are able to help me maybe next time you want to have to say i will i will uh return to you and help you yeah and uh that's how life are uh, nothing you can do to change it that's how human people uh just build their lives because if you see uh in society everybody have his duties is uh has his his has a duties are supposed to to done each day in order to help human life going on like as you see uh there are somebody who not to cook only other knows to teach because nobody like before we we got civilization when it was in a forest you were supposed to do everything on your own but right now you changed everybody uh uh have to know at least one thing which is helping him uh to give somebody uh i don't know okay it looked like uh we build something look like communication in our lives we need each other in order to survive example if you don't have like teacher we know facing in future uh, yeah we know we we are not facing anything in the future or if we don't have restaurants some people maybe they will not eat if if we don't have readers there will be a war or something so all that shows that we need each other in one way or another that's why we're supposed to look for each other that's why when you see somebody robbing or doing anything by supposed to uh report them to police because that's why those policemen and soldiers or and guards they are all there yeah so that's life thank you all <clears throat> hey it's me again and now i'm talking about uh born a crime in a future so as all we see in cause we are in a future right or maybe but we talk about it both so uh on Trevor's time when he was locked they were, i i believe that they were thinking in 2020 uh 
racism will be done at all. But as we see in the future, we see what's happening right now. We see, uh, what's his name? We see George something. I don't remember. Yeah, George. He died a few days ago. A cop killed him. Yeah, we saw, uh, we know other, a lot of black people who died due to that crime. Yeah, and not yet. We don't have answer if that thing is going to be done by now. And on my side, I still hope and believe. I mean, yeah, I still believe that uh, in the future, like in 2040 or 50, there'll be there still being uh, racism all going on out there. Yeah, because that I can say that's nature. Yeah, that's nature from humankind. Yeah, so we do sin, we do all bad stuff. And yeah, nothing we can do about it. Just praying to God. Yeah, thank you all for uh, giving us your time. I believe we're done right now. Ciao, ciao. Bye, bye, bye. As you know, from what Gentile was talking about, uh, the future, Trevor Noah is now a comedian, and he is the host of The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. This has been Keeping Up With Trevor Noah. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you guys later on our next story. This has been Kiara Gentile and Janine. And we'll talk to you guys later. Bye.